Everybody say, I'm a gift. Because I don't, realize, I don't know if you women know what you carry. I'm going to use this. I'll use my girls as an example. They're each gifted differently. Right? And the Lord showed me years ago that my children are a gift. They have gifts in them. Right? And through the gift, that gift carries a strength and it carries a weakness. But the Lord will show you how to use your gift so your weakness doesn't work against you. Like I have a gift of discernment. So in the early days, I was judgmental. I'm like, so I wasn't speaking life and faith over people. I was like, oh, yeah, they're there. They're not going to get that because that's what's going to happen to them. I can see it already going to happen. But that's what, that's not how, that's the, that's my weakness to my gift. So I had to learn to let, to stop doing that, not operate in my weakness, but operate in the strength that God gave me in the gift, right? So, oh, okay, I'm discerning. This one's got this going on. All right, I need to speak life into them. I need the Lord to use my mouth to speak life into them so that they can come out of that and into something new. Your words are powerful. Not only do they call you into trouble and call you into blessing, they also can call others into trouble and to blessing. Because words have life. They're creative power. So what are you creating with your words? Amen? So I want you to understand that you are a gift and not allow the weaknesses of your gift to operate, but say, Lord, show me how to operate in the strength of my gift. God will bring people around you where you're weak to be strong. I never have to worry. At work, I am not strong in everything, and I'm okay with that. Because victory is strong in creativity. She brings, she brings strength to my weakness. Amen? So as, as today goes, I believe that you're going you're gonna to understand who you are, that it's going to start unlocking who you are in Christ, what he has gifted you with. Paige is bold, my middle child. She would look at me and say, she would argue, and I'd say, Jesus. Jesus. I said some other few choice words to her a few times. My sister was like, give me the child. Give me her. I think that I beat her and carried her up and down the stairs one time. I was like, girl, you going to get it today. <laughs> so I had to start praying and say, Lord, show me how to develop this gift without breaking it. Because the enemy would want to break her boldness, but she's called to be bold. Amen. She just needs to be bold in the right direction. Right? So I had to teach her how to humble herself in her gift. I had to teach her when to speak and when not to speak. I had to teach her how to be kind. Right? So, so that the Lord would operate through her gift how he wants to. For his purposes, for his kingdom purposes. And I'm believing that the Lord is going to teach you how to operate in your gift and also be happy in your gift. Be secure. This is how the Lord has gifted me. Ryzen's completely different. She's like the mercy child. She gives mercy to everybody. She's bold, but she'll, she's merciful. Paige has no mercy. They work great together. Because they can balance each other out, right? So for her, I have to teach her, like, sometimes you don't give mercy all the time, baby. <laughs> if I tell Bryson one thing, he's like, ah. Paige, I had to beat her. Bryson, I didn't have to do that, you know? Paige used to say, why don't you beat her like you do me? That ain't fair. I want to see her spanked. That's what, <laughs> that's what Paige would tell me. I said, okay, well, I only beat you when I had to tell you 10 times to do the same thing. So I'm like, if, if I have to tell Ryzen more than once, I'll spank her, okay? So then she was like, okay, but I never had to tell her more than once. So she never got spankings. Did you ever get a spanking? I don't think so. One time? <laughs> 
So each gift is different. And the Lord, in, in, in my children and even in myself, the Lord shows you different gifts, right? And you have to develop that gift. Well, that's the same with yourself. You're a gift. And the Lord is going to teach you how to operate in your gift. But you got to get rid of all the murky water and all the thoughts and all the things you don't like about yourself and all that junk has to be cleaned out. Amen? Awesome. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to welcome Reverend Melissa. She has been a major blessing to us this week. Who's, who's, who, is it your first time seeing her this week? Raise your hand. All right, we got a few. We got a few women who haven't seen her yet this. Well, some of you have been in the meetings this week, but who hasn't been in any of the meetings this week? Okay, you guys are in for a treat. Yes, you are. What I love about Reverend Melissa is she's the same on the stage as off the stage. She's like me. She's also holy ghetto. So it's like we, we speak the same language. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's welcome her. Give her a hand clap. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Say this with me. Say, I'm always... Some of y'all had too many sweets, and they're already like, your blood sugar's dropping. One more time. Say, I'm always, I'm always in, the right place, in the right place at the right time, with the right people doing the right thing. Amen? Amen? So I know you've had some snacks and some drinks and some sugar and all that stuff. But what I want you to do is I want you to get comfortable. I want you actually to flip and turn your chair where you can face this way. So go ahead and do that now. Because some of you are kind of unc- I want you to be comfortable. I want you to be able to receive. Yes, just flip and turn your chair this way. Don't have your back t- to me. Rising when she finishes her supermodel job with me. She's going to flip her chair too. Amen. Ladies, flip and turn your chair this way so you can see me. Make it easy. Make your life easy. Life is easier when I'm following you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The AC's on. What's the AC? The atmosphere changer. You know, sometimes in your house, you got to turn on the AC. Amen? All right, everybody comfortable? Hallelujah. Well, if it's your first time here today, you haven't heard this yet, but you like me. And I like you. And I want to say thank you for coming. And I want to thank... Pastor Misty, thank you for being my friend. I like you. I love you. And I admire you. She's really strong in a lot of areas where I'm not. And there's things from her I can learn and receive. And in this room, God brought you to these meetings. God brought you to this church. God brought you to this ministry to receive from the grace. Say the grace. grace. That's on this ministry, on Pastor Misty. I love everybody here, but I'm leaving tomorrow. But she's going to stay here. And these ladies that are around you, they're going to be here too. And if you haven't been regular here, make a decision. Be regular. Be faithful. Amen? Amen. And so, um, because there's things that God has for you in other vessels. Amen? Amen? That's why God, he puts you with somebody probably who's a little bit opposite than you. I used to think I wanted to marry me but a man. But thank you, Jesus, I didn't. Thank you, Jesus. Because I got a little bit of that page anointing on. Mercy ain't my gift, okay? That's my husband's gift. Me, I'll cut you. Why don't you spank them like you spank me? 
Spake them. Correct them, Lord. Beat them. My husband's like, Lord, mercy, 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 mercy. So there's a supply here for you today. There's a supply for you inside of the ladies that are at the table. And it's important for you to make divine relationships in the church. Say, in the church. In my church, amen. And um, so be nice. You know, when you get born again, you have to like people. Sometimes you don't like them, but actually you got to love them. But you know what I like about Pastor Missy is I like her. And I like you. And God likes you. Say, he loves me. And he likes me. Amen. Let's have all my supermodels come up and line up across the front here. <clears throat> you know, one thing about God is he always upgrades you. Amen. When Adam and Eve, oh, y'all going to come all the way up. Okay. I was going to have y'all down here, but you, you just flow, flow, flow. All the way, all the way. You coming all the way up. You know, in the garden, when Adam and Eve missed it, all of a sudden, they were naked. Well, they were naked the whole time. They just didn't realize it. But that glory that was on them was removed. But you know what? God, in his mercy, he immediately upgraded them to fur. What, what did he do? He did a sacrifice, killed some animals, and said, put that on. So I thought, I'm like, God, I'm going to make some outfits, too. Amen. So I have, uh, with some church swag, I have some t-shirts. Now, how many of you know I'm a missionary? Don't I look like the third world missions girl? That's me. God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. Yeah, they come in, they think I'm there on a, you know, to do something else. And I'm coming in as a Holy Ghost Green Beret. Amen. But these shirts that I have, actually, the donations towards these shirts go to help us on the mission field. And next month, we'll be in Turkey. Say Turkey. Turkey. Yeah. That's probably somewhere you've never been, don't want to go, but I'm your goer. Amen. So we have what? Team Jesus. One of my personal favorites, Jesus hair and makeup. That's what I'm passionate about. In that order. And then we've got It's Revival for Me. If you feel fluffy, yes, we got black on black. Matte black, nude black. Amen. Jesus is king. You can get one of these for your husband. If you don't have a husband, you can wear it by faith. And then we have this girl. This girl loves Jesus. And so I got all sizes, uh, small all the way up to 3X. So you can avail yourself to that in the back. Thank you, ladies. Give them a hand. And I want to say thank you to all of the helps ministry. Because y'all better know I need help with my life. Pastor Misty already told on herself she needs help with her life. And so thank you for everyone who served this week, who's been a part of making this room beautiful. For the food. Thank you for using your faith, Pastor Misty. For the money, for the food, everything that's here. And so I thank God for that. So I talked about my shirts that are in the back and the sweatshirt. And I actually have a bundle because I wrote a book. Say a book. So this is called Jesus Hair and Makeup. But what's really inside? Well, the Spirit of God told me to write this book for you. Why? Because he did this book on the inside of me. And I believe that God wants to do in you what he did in me. That God wants to do in you what he's done in Pastor Misty. Because he's only raised us up as trophies of his grace. Amen? You ever walk by somebody and they smell good? Ooh, what's that? That perfume smells so good. Or a man's got a good cologne on. You're like, whoo, that smells like a real man. God wants to use you as an advertisement. Everywhere you go, he wants you to be the fragrance of God. He wants people to see that you're trophies of his grace. Amen? 
So inside of this book, this is the 10 natural and supernatural keys to becoming a bold, say bold, bold. and beautiful. It's not just a soap opera from the 80s. Bold, bold. and beautiful woman of God. Say woman of God. Say I am a woman of God. I feel like we need to say that again. Say I am a real woman of God. Amen. And um, I also have some scripture cards. What are scripture cards? I'm glad you asked. Right here. The Spirit of God had me write these actually. I wrote all of these scriptures with what's called a power confession on the back. When I was a young lady at Bible school, training for the ministry. And you know what? Just because you get born again doesn't mean that you got rid of all your goofy thinking. Come on, we're close to Disney. Don't act like you don't know what that is. I was born again. I had a call on my life. I was filled with the Holy Spirit, but I was jacked up from the flow up, okay? I was up, down, all around, and sometimes all of that in one day. And God wants you to be stable. Say stable. Stable. So... He said, get you some scriptures. Say, get you some scriptures. Oh, y'all aren't strong on that. One more time. Get you some scriptures. He said, Melissa, get you some scriptures that mean something to you in the areas you're having problems. Well, you know what? My soul was out of control. You know what I'm talking about because you've been the same way. Some of you felt like that this morning. You're like, I just, I just, I don't know if I could just make it. If I could just make it there, today is my day. So these scriptures that God gave me, he said, write scriptures that mean something to you and then put a power confession on the back. Say, power confession. What's a power confession? A power confession is something that makes that verse, that scripture, a reality. Say reality Reality. in your life today. Faith is, well, faith comes by, but faith is always now. That's why today... Is my day. That's why today is your day. Say today. Today. Is my day. Transformation. Change. Now see when I said that. There's power in those words. For you to be what I said. Words are containers. And if your life feels boxed in, if you feel paralyzed, if you feel stuck, you need to reframe your world. So I got these scriptures. I made a power confession on the back. There's 10 of these. Mine weren't as fancy and pink. Mine were from Walmart. Wide index cards. I still have them. I should bring them with me. They're nasty. They got makeup on them, coffee stains. Yellow. I went to Bible school over 20 years ago. That's why they're yellow. Mm, Here's a good one. Somebody needs to write this down. Ephesians. Come on, somebody needs to write this down. If you don't have a notebook, you got I know you got your phone. Don't get distracted though. Ephesians chapter one. Verses four through six. Listen to this. Lord, I haven't been picked. Nobody's chosen me. You know what, girl? Quit filing sorry for yourself. Sorry, that was like my nail salon accent coming out at the end. (laughs) That was for the people that weren't here last night. 
It says, according as he has chosen us. Say, I'm chosen. According as he has chosen us in him. When? Before the foundation of the world. You wait, somebody pick me. I need somebody to love me. Somebody just validate me. I was never loved by my daddy. Mm-mm. It says that we should be holy. Say holy. 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 Not hoochie. Holy. holy. That's free. That was for somebody. Probably somebody watching later. Not anybody in here. Y'all's all women's of gods, right? Holy and without blame before him in love. Say, he loves me. He likes me. To be the praise of the glory of his grace. Wherein he has made us, say, made us acceptable. You know, the devil's a liar and his mother-in-law. All the men are laughing. Be careful. The devil will lie to you and say, you're not good enough. You're fat. You're ugly. You're not smart. You're not cute. Everything you do is wrong. The devil is a liar. You've been made accepted in the beloved. I just wish I could get somebody to love me. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. Nobody loves me. God loves you. And the quicker you get a revelation about that, it will change everything about you. So that you're not begging for somebody at your house to turn the AC on. Can you just get a better attitude? I need your, can you just turn the AC on? No. You're so full of the love of God. When you come in, you'd be like, I'm an atmosphere changer. You're cranky. I'm going to operate in an opposite spirit. I'm going to be full of joy. I'm going to be full of life. And I'm not going to fellowship with that devil you're fellowshipping with right now. Say power confession. confession. Say the word of God. God. Some of y'all don't believe in the word of God. Say the word of God. God. Yeah. Is alive. alive. The word of God will work if you will work it. Look at me here in the back with your face like The word of God will work for you if you will work it. And you know, the world will tell you to work everything else. It'll tell you to work your hips and your lips. But if you will put God's word in your mouth, it will change your life. It'll change your attitude and we know you got one. Now, what makes that a reality in my life? They're in Ephesians. Oh, my God, i chosen, and Christ, he loves me, he likes me, amen. You get a phone call from your husband. You know what? I already told you not to do that. What's wrong with you? Well, you about to be what's wrong with him, boo. <laughs> Hi, honey. How's your day going? I haven't heard from you all day. Where have you been? Now, I've never done that. I heard other people have, you know. Say, I'm chosen. Say, I'm loved. Say, I'm accepted. In Christ. I cannot be rejected. Hmm. If you've been dealing with, it's, I call it a spirit of rejection. 
a spirit of rejection. You feel rejected. You're not good enough. The devil's lied to you. People have lied to you. Tell you you're no good. You're ugly. You feel rejected. No one's ever accepted you. Never one's ever treated you like you're special. You've been dealing with rejection. I want to pray for you. Now today is just ladies in here. There's some camera guys in the back. But if you'll stay facing me, nobody will see your face. I want to pray for you. If you're serious about getting free, you're going to have to get So if you've been dealing with rejection, a spirit of rejection, some of you that's been dogging your trail and following you since you were a kid, I want you to stand up to your feet right now and come stand right up here facing me. Come on, don't wait. Come on, hurry. And if people are still sitting down, it's because they dealt with the same thing. They just got free earlier than you. There's more in here. Come on, don't fake it till you make it. Come on. Who else? Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, actually, you come on this side and you go on that side. Just like that. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who's my ushers? Yeah. Amen. There's actually three more ladies in here that need to come up, but the Holy Spirit won't force you. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, the Spirit of God's going to minister to you. Hallelujah. Now, if you're still in your seat, that means you're already free. You already got delivered from rejection. So I want you to do this. Take your hands and put them towards these ladies. Hallelujah. And pray in the spirit. You're going to minister to these ladies with me. Amen. In the name of Jesus, you foul devil that's harassed her and dogged her trail since she was a kid. Every bit of rejection. I break it. I break it. I break it off of you now. In the name of Jesus. Be free in the name. Looser and let her go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're free. You're free. You're free. Be free. Thank you, Jesus. You're free. I love you. God loves you. In the name of Jesus, be whole. Be free. In the name of Jesus, I wrap you with faith, love, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Free. Free. Totally free. In the name of Jesus. You girls let go of each other's hands, okay? Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Quit talking about it. Let it go. Hi, I'm right here. Sorry. I know you knew I was close because I was loud. But ha ha. Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Be free in your mind. You try to be too cute, and so do you. In the name of Jesus, be loosed in the name of Jesus. Loose her and let her go now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Let your hands go. Let put your hands up. Both of them. Both of them. And there's things that you've been dealing with in your body because of this. Let her go. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Karamandoresi. Shakaramamboreida. Ratata sutoraba. Shikenima ungreida. Bratam papapa. Shukuri. Rekete. Rushenanai. Shenenanai. Lopraka. Tolamai. Retete. Rokoko. Ranji. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to God. Lift your hands. Lift holy hands. Lift holy hands. Lift holy hands. And you girls can stay there as long as you need to. You know, sometimes the Holy Spirit wants to do something in us, but we want to be too quick and fast, and we want to be cute. You're safe in here. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you for the blood. Thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Will you help me get back up here? Just a step up. Hallelujah. It's quicker. Hallelujah. Y'all can just stay right there. You won't bother me. Hallelujah. You, you, you need to relax. You know, the Bible says he makes me to lie down. Why don't you just lay back down? Lay back down. Go ahead and lay back down. Cover yourself. Yep, just lay back down. He makes me to lie down. And peaceful, peace. Praise you, Lord. The peace of God's in here. You know what came so strong on me by the end of the service last night? As the presence of God came into the room to consume the sacrifice, the glory came in the room. We received an offering. And as the glory and the presence of God came in, that heavy presence with peace. Peace is powerful. Peace is a person. Peace needs to be the umpire in your heart. Many of you ladies have been in the mental torment that you're in because you don't let peace be the prince in your heart and your mind. And it's supposed to set the guard. It says, let peace guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. You know, uh, if you weren't here last time or you've never heard me before, I share this quite a bit, but I feel in my spirit to share this now, a testimony about my mother and about me. It was a, it's a victory story. Say victory. Say, faith is the victory. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. Say, faith. Say, faith is now. Now, faith is the substance of things that we hope for. It's the evidence of what I can't see. When my mind was messed up, when I was depressed, when I was sad, I wanted to die. These scriptures didn't look like in the natural that they held my peace, that they held my deliverance, that they held my victory. But the word of God is the substance because God's word is God. And when you speak his word, when you read his word, when you hear his word, it's God getting on you. Hallelujah. 
So um, 2019, I was getting ready to go on a long-term international missions trip, three to four months, not coming back till the end. And um, the places that I was going were cold. So it's hard to find clothes for, you know, Poland and Riga, Latvia in uh, November, December, and January in Florida. So I had preached at Kenneth Copeland Ministries Eagle Mountain International Church in Dallas. My mom lives in the Dallas area. And my mom and I went shopping. Say shopping. shopping. Oh, some of y'all lit up for the first time. <laughs> I see you, Go-Go. <clears throat> So while I was there uh, ministering and seeing my mother in shopping, say shopping. Shopping. Now the young girls are listening all of a sudden. (laughs) Shopping. While I was there, my mother got attacked in her body. Actually, she was attacked with three brain aneurysms and she died. But don't worry, she's alive. She's watching on the stream today. Jesus raised her from the dead. But how did I work that miracle? You know, God wants you to work miracles. He wants you to work miracles in your life, in your family, with your kids, in your husband, in your marriage, in your ministry, and in your money. Say money. Somebody else over here finally came alive. They're responsive now. <laughs> so while I was there, I was taking my nephew fishing. Shocker. I know. And I got a text message from my mom. Melissa, dinner's ready. Come home now. Well, that wasn't unusual for my mom to do that. She's probably a lot like you. She's been out shopping all day with her daughter, walking two miles around the mall. And she's in her 70s. So she's ready to shut it down for the day, eat, clean up the kitchen, and go to bed. That's her normal thing. That's what I thought she was telling me. So, mom, forgive me, but I didn't move too fast. So I just thought, oh, Mimi was what we call her. Mimi's ready to shut it down. Have you ever been tired? You ready to shut it down? You know, I thought that's all it was. Well, a few minutes later, maybe five minutes later, my mother's husband texted me. And says, Melissa, your mother asked me to message you and your sister and said, come home now. She's not feeling good. Well, in all my life, I haven't gotten a message like that about my mother. And um, you might think I'm dramatic, but my mom's not as dramatic as me. I knew that that was, that meant something serious was going on. So immediately fear tried to come in. If you want to get up now, you can. <clears throat> get up, sit down, lay down. What? I, just follow peace. That's all you have to do. Follow peace. So as I'm reading this message, fear came. And I knew that everything I was going to say and do in that moment was going to determine what was happening with my mother. And we didn't know what was happening with her. So you know what I did? I, see, fear wants you to panic. But I thought, you know what? I'm not led by the devil. I'm led by the Holy Spirit. And so I stopped. I looked inside. Say, look inside. Look inside. Say, God lives in me. God lives in me. Say, I'm born again. God lives in me. I hear his voice. I hear the voice of the good shepherd. The voice of a stranger I never follow. Well, the voice of the stranger said to me, girl, get up now. Tell your nephew Hudson something's wrong with Mimi. Grab all your stuff. Let's go. But I didn't follow that voice of the stranger. I follow the voice of the good shepherd. 
And when I looked inside, the Spirit of God said, sit and wait and tell your nephew, hey, Mimi has had a long day, and she's ready to shut it down and for us to come home and eat. Go ahead and start getting your stuff together. Well, how many of you know it takes a nine-year-old a while to get his three fresh impulse and all of his little doodads together? And when I said, let's go, he ain't stopping you. He goes, oh, we're leaving. <laughs> so he took his time. I took my time. So we grabbed his stuff, got to the house, and my mom says, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling very good. My head, I have a horrible, horrible headache, and my back's hurting. I thought, oh, no. I had her all over the mall, and uh you know, walked her around too much at the mall, and we went to a really fancy restaurant. Maybe she's got, and she said she was nauseated. Maybe she's got food poisoning. I don't know. Well, I said, well, Mom, let me pray for you. And I had two scriptures come in my heart say, scriptures. scriptures. I had two scriptures come up in my heart, not a hundred. You don't need to memorize a hundred Bible verses. You just need one. One verse raised you from the dead. One verse delivered you from spiritual darkness to spiritual life. You just need to find one and make it a reality to you. And when you do, when it's real, when life comes to squeeze you, the word, say the word, is what will come out. So I said, Mom, well, let me pray for you, you know. My mom's a woman of God. I laid hands on her, and I said, in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare that my mother shall live. Say live. Live. And not die and declare the works and the glory of the Lord. And then I had a second scripture. You know, I didn't have time to look those up. I had a second scripture. The scripture that I got, the second one, was this, Romans 8, 2. It says, for the law of the spirit of life has made you free from the law of sin and death. So by this time, my sister's there with all her little dogs and my nephew. And they decide they're going to leave. I said, God bless you. Thank you. And I said to my mom, I said, mom. What do you have in your spirit? She was totally conscious still at this point. I just thought she had a headache and maybe some food poisoning. But I knew she didn't feel good. I said, Mom, what do you want to do? What do you have in your spirit? She said, you need to take me to the emergency room. I said, okay. I took her to the emergency room, texted my pastor, said I was taking my mom to the emergency room. He texted me back. The same scripture that the Lord gave me. Your mother shall live and not die. And declare the works and the glory of the Lord. And then while we were driving to the emergency room, I just kept my hand on my mother's stomach. And I said, for the law of the spirit of life has made you free. You're free from the law of sin and death. Anyway, we went in there. We brought our wheelchair out. She goes, I'm walking in myself. I said, okay, boo. We got her in there and then got her to sit down. She filled out all her own paperwork. By the time we got her into the emergency room, every devilish, evil thing that you could imagine started happening. And it was bad. But the word of God. The word of God. Say the word of God. is alive. Those two scriptures raised my mother from the dead. When the spirit of death tried to take my mother out, I jumped on the bed and I said, you foul spirit of death, loose my mother and let her go now. In Jesus name. She came back. Glory to God. But, you know, we still had to walk that out. My mother was in the ICU. I believe it was almost 30 days. But, you know, before we even got there, we didn't know what was wrong with her. They figured out she had had three brain aneurysms. People die from one. And if you don't die from the aneurysm, you die from the swelling on your brain, from the blood, because there's a whole thing, okay? But 
the word of God, say the word of God was quickened to my heart by the Holy Spirit. But you have to put the word in if you want to pull the word out. Some of you, if I came around the table and visited after we said, I like your outfit, you like mine. If I started talking to you, I would know in five minutes what you're about. Because what's in you will come out. Same thing with me. You don't have to ask a lot of questions. You get one, I'm going to ooze with what's on the inside of me. We're either going to talk about Jesus and the Holy Ghost and the Bible or hair and makeup. Right? You've got to put God's word in you. I'm going to read. Actually, I was going to talk about my book. But the reason God had me write this book is because it's about the power of the word of God. This right here says, take every thought captive. That's what Pastor Misty was saying. Say, take every thought captive. But you're letting your thoughts lead you around. You're not led by the devil. You're led by the spirit. Who has their Bible? If you don't, I'll just read it out for you. Go to 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. And the scriptures that I have here in this book, they're from the Amplified Classic. I call it the Woman's Bible. It's got more words. Say, take every thought captive. If you want to get free, if you want to stay free, you're going to have to take your thoughts captive. It says, inasmuch as we refute arguments, theories, reasonings, and every proud and lofty thing. Some of you are filled with pride. Ask me how I know. And when you're proud, you're buddying up with the devil. When nobody can tell you anything, when no one can give you a suggestion... And you wonder why you're still stuck, why you're still broke, busted, and disgusted. Every proud and lofty thing that what? That sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. You think a lot of things that are not God. Every thought that comes across your mind is not the Lord. Every dream you have isn't from the Holy Ghost. You've got to check it with the word. You've got to guard your heart. You've got to guard your thoughts. You've got to check it. Say check it with the word. It says the true knowledge of God. We lead every thought and purpose away captive into obedience. Say obedience of Christ. I said here, you're the one that has to take your thoughts captive. I can't do that for you. I'm not going home with you. Pastor Misty can't do it for you. She's not going home with you. You're going to have to take your own thoughts captive. Just like you need to brush your own teeth and comb your own hair. Jesus doesn't do that for you. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus said, what are you going to do with what I already gave you? When are you going to do what I told you to do? How many of your mothers raise your hand? How many of you can have a testimony like Pastor Missy? You have to tell your kids something more than once? More than twice? More than three times? <laughs> Siobhan's like, keep going. <laughs> you know, concerning your relationship with God, you're a lot like your kids. God's got to tell you something once. He's got to tell you something twice. He's got to tell you something three times, four times, five times. 
And you want your children to obey you first time, but do you obey God the first time? (laughs) Repetition brings revelation. And you think you need a new revelation? You just need to do the word that you know. Some of you were really believing God for a prophecy today. Have her call me out. You don't need a prophecy. You need to do the word you've already gotten. And you've got 66 books here that you have not done one thing with. I want a prophecy. I need a prophecy. I need a confirmation. The Bible says you war according to the prophecy you've got to take the written word of God and do war with it how do you do war you ought to do war you want to take your husband out what do you do you use your tongue your mouth I'm gonna tell you something well what are you gonna do what the Lord told you to do He said, take your thoughts captive. Hmm. He's already made every provision for victory in every area of your life. And for all eternity. You waste a lot of time praying about things that God's already given you the answer for. Lord, should I marry him, not marry him? He's not saved. You don't need to pray about it. The Bible says, say the Bible says. I think we need to say that one more time. The Bible says. You won't get mad at somebody. Don't get mad at Pastor Misty. Don't get mad at me. Don't get mad at Pastor Nick. It's the Bible says. Don't be unequally yoked with unbelievers. What fellowship does darkness have with light? And light have with darkness. There is none. The blind leading the blind, y'all both fall in a ditch. Oh, no, I'm going to win him to the Lord. Boo, he ain't trying to uh, hear your scripture verses. He's trying to chase that tail. And you know what? Some of you, that's why things are murky. That's why things are dark. That's why things are clouded. Because you don't do the word that you already know. I thought she was coming up here to high five me. (laughs) We about to high five. Pastor Misty, you're anointed. She's like, great, you going to give me a word while I'm trying to finish my snacks? I'll come back, I'll come back. No, the Holy Ghost says you're anointed. And as you've seen me, so are you, but you're different. And God wants you to be different. Make your thoughts God's thoughts about you. What does God say? Here's a good one. Philippians 2 and 5. It says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. But you have to let it. How do you let it? Philippians 4, 6 and 8. And the peace of God, which passes understanding, shall keep your heart and mind. That's your scripture. You don't, you don't even, after today, you won't even have to have anybody else pray for you. If you'll get that one scripture and work it in your life, it'll change everything about you. 
and you won't care that I'm making everybody look at you, but that's your verse. Philippians 4, 7. 6 through 7 here. It says, keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. It says, finally, Citrin. I made that up. It says, brethren. <laughs> Citrin. Whatsoever things are true. Quit sharing some of that junk you do on, on Facebook. Resharing trash. Fix your mind on those things that are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure. How many of you, you're called to pure church? Raise your hand. God wants you. That's right. Look, because if we don't see you here tomorrow, you're a liar. She didn't even ask me to say that. It's free. <laughs> Whatsoever things are pure. Pastor Nick, if he's watching this, he's probably like, oh, my gosh. Help her, Holy Ghost. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are of a good report. God wants you to have a good report. A good report. Some of you, I come around you, I thought your name was Negative Nancy. All you got something is something, a wicked, evil, bad report. Did you see? Did you know? Whatsoever things are good report, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on, say think on, think on. these things. Here's another one. You must speak who you are daily. That's confirmation. Amen. No, that's her watch going off. Don't be deep sheep. Now, if you were here last night, you need to go back and watch that service. But listen to this here. It says, words rule the realm of the spirit. Say, I am a spirit. I possess and have a soul. And I live in a body. Say, I am a spirit. God is a spirit. It says, words rule the realm of the spirit and your life. Your life today is the sum total of your thoughts and the words that you have spoken in your life that you acted on. I know you're right. That's exactly right. That's why I'm here. Help a sister out. Okay. I'll help you out. Matthew chapter 12. Say the word of God, word of God. Is, alive. is alive. It's sharp. So if you get cut, that's the word cutting you. And you need some things cut out of you. You know what? If you got a cancer in your brain, you don't want the doctor just to get some of it. Cut it out. And some of you have been involved with some stuff. You need to cut it out. If you're wondering if that's you, then it is. <laughs> Matthew 12, 35 through 37, and this is in the Amplified Classic. I made up a, a word earlier, sisterin, but this one just says a good man. So I say a good woman. Come on, say a good woman. Good say I'm a good woman. A good woman from her inner good treasure. My God, that's good. I need to read that myself. <laughs> Flings forth good things, not her hair and not her hips. Well, I can't believe he said that to me. Oh, in the name of Jesus. No, that's not what you need to be flinging around. It's good things. Say good things. Good. 
And the evil woman, out of her inner evil storehouse, flings forth evil things. Some of you are trying to cut off fruit, but God wants to deal with the root. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, men, women will have to give an account for every, say every. Every. Not some, not just what you say at church. Not just what you say in your prayer closet. And some of you don't have one, you need to get one. Every idle, inoperative, non-working word they speak. Well, you know, that seems a little religious. It's so much. I can't watch everything I say. Can you? Or you just don't want to? How bad do you want it? For by your words, by your words, by your words, By your words, not your personality, not your checkbook, not your outfits, not your address. By your words, you will be justified and acquitted. Hallelujah. And by your words, you will be condemned and sentenced. What sentence have you made over your life? I condemn you to prosperity. I sentence you to life. You got a life sentence. I never preached that before, but it's good. You got a life sentence filled with life, filled with joy. Pastor Misty, do you know how many women are in here today? Do we have a guesstimate? Anybody? 80. The Spirit of God was speaking to me as I was sitting over there. I have some scriptures in my notepad, and the Lord gave me things in here. And I want, I don't know how many copies of my book I have. I think I have at least 100. I want to show this book into every woman who's in this room today, into your life. Some good nuggets in here. Who wants this one? Come get it. Oh, see? But that's how you've got to be about the things of God. Good job. Don't worry, you'll still get one. Don't be afeard. Hallelujah. 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 Isaiah 60 verse 1, if you're depressed, if you've been sad, if you've been trapped in, um, if you've got problems with schizophrenia, today's your day to be free. If that's something that runs in your family, uh, no more. You got a new daddy. Isaiah 60 verse 1, this is the word from the Lord for you. Arise! That was your theme last year. My God. I just realized that. Shine. 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 I command you to shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord. Arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Woo! Some of you need to put your uh, notebook and your pen and stuff down on the table and just receive. 
<laughs> Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord for your light has come. Today is your day. 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 Singing when your joy comes upon me, all that I can do is start dancing, dancing. Precious than you, I can't help but lift up your name. You are the way, the truth, and life.